Hello, everybody, and welcome to From the Balcony podcast. My name is Josiah. We have Romel uh, and newly added co-co-host, Mr. Common Thomas McBride. How are you, sir? Woo! Good, how are you? Woo! Thanks okay, for having well. me, boys. Thanks Love for you, being man. here. I miss you, man. What's up? So for everybody... For everybody who is uh, wondering, this is our OG group of Spubbies. Spubbies, hashtag. So. Yep. Hashtag. We all have we all have the tattoo. No big deal. Uh, little flex. Little flex. Yeah. So I, we're kind of still waiting for everybody to trickle in, but uh, I, I just want to sh- say something to JG real quick. Yes, I am the guy that. What? I would get you would get videos of me drinking beers in the shower. <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying to send it out to people. I don't know what's going on in the chat. Dude, the chat is outrageous. Shouts out to Grantham. It's it's going crazy over there. You ever seen that guy, Grantham? I don't even know who that is. Oh yeah, it's on YouTube. Never mind. <clears throat> yeah, me neither. But anyways, uh, being that this is our first uh, interaction with Mr. McBride on the airwaves, we're kind of. Focusing today's episode more on McBride. Um, he's shaking his head, but that's what we're going to do. And um, we're still taking questions from the audience. So if you have a question, just throw it in and we'll write it down and come back to it at some point. Um, but without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. But first, let's talk about our socials. We've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, what else do we have, Romel? Twitch. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna be using utilizing Twitch that much, but yeah, YouTube. Uh, our Patreon is uh, from the balcony. Patreon. Um, yeah, man. I mean, that supports us a lot. We are trying to. Obviously, we're all remote. We're all in the different parts of the country right now, so we're trying to upgrade our stuff where we can give you guys the best quality. And speaking stuff. of Patreon, we have our first VIP member. Mm. I don't even know if you know this, Romel. I don't. I I've been busy. Yeah, what's going on? Who do you think it is? Just if you had to guess, who do you think it is? Your it's wife? Some, Your it's, somebody wife. That, it's somebody that we both know. My wife? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's Connor McBride himself. McBride! <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate uh, so the, uh, our, the support. Our wife. And, our wife. Uh, okay, he's okay, okay. Our, our first VIP member, which is, mm. is fitting. How's it feel to be the first VIP member? Dude, I didn't have a choice. Uh, I just support my boys. Hey, yeah, start crying right there. Hello, 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 hello. Can they hear me? (laughs) Can they? I think, yeah, there he goes. He's back. What happened? I have no idea. (laughs) You're froze. Oh. It was funny. You were like frozen in, in a uh, a laughing face. It was fun. Uh, I was like, asked like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's all good. But anyways, yeah, patreon.com uh, slash from the balcony is where you can uh, become a OnlyFans member, kind of. Uh, but without further ado, <laughs> let's go ahead and get started. So Connor, tell us about yourself. Where, where do you uh, where do you hail from? What what are you about? What were you like before the military? We'll get into stuff about the military later on. You're going to have to remind me everything you just asked. Yeah. My name's Connor. I live in the uh, giant city of Runnels, Iowa. 
Ooh. Um, yeah, it's huge. Um, just got off work, had to sprint inside, go pee, and get on this. There you go. Originally from Altoona. Yeah, that's about 10 minutes north. I, I always rep Altoona to people who talk about Iowa. It's about all we got. It's the only place that's nice. Really? It's just surrounded by yeah. corn? Yes, very corn. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so Connor and I are similar in that our combined high school GPAs still do not equal a 4.0. Uh, <laughs> so we, uh, we obviously both found the military as their, uh, <laughs> as our step stool into the real world. So, uh, Connor and I went to basic training together. We were actually in the same company. I didn't know who you were until we got to Fort Hood though, if I'm being honest. And we stood um, 10 feet apart from each other. Yes. Yep. No clue. Yeah. Didn't know the whole time? Either. I yeah, was he, in fourth squad of second platoon. He was in first squad of fourth platoon. So we were literally, he stared at the back of my head for three months and had no clue who I was. Oh, my goodness. We would hear each other. The sexy back of the head, bro. Oh. It is. It was bald. <laughs> We'd hear each other's platoons getting smoked, but that's about all we knew of each other. And then really when we got to Fort Hood, I really didn't even start talking to you until we found out we were going to the same unit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then even then you got shipped out a week before me somehow and went to the field for like three days <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then came back and then we started talking for real, for real. It was, it was a wild experience cause yeah, we showed up and our very first day, um, this is going to be a bad story because I can't remember names from that long ago. Yeah. Okay. Whoever, whoever the CQ NCO was told uh, me to go to dinner with uh, Blythe. Yeah. And then, and then I, after dinner, they were like, yeah, you're good to go wherever. So I just walked back to the, what you call it, reception barracks uh -huh. to meet up with him. And then I ran into Blythe there and he smoked me actually. Did he really? Yeah, he did. I I remember because I was in the field, you know, this whole story, and I remember he was like, yeah, we got two fuck sticks at the back of the barracks. I'm like, yeah. And then I just see McBride doing push-ups, and I was like, fuck your life, dude. <laughs> I just walked past you, uh, That shit was uh, funny, man. But anyways, we'll, we'll talk more about our experiences together in the military, but I've wanted to know about your time getting out during COVID for so mm. long. Yeah. And I just haven't really uh, asked you about it. Not because I knew we were going to do a podcast, but we kind of lucked out. Yeah, that's actually podcast, that's a but. that's a great one because yeah, I think that the whole COVID thing was kind of a gray area, and we we both knew that you were getting out, but also we didn't know like what the process looked like and just the process, not yeah, nothing else besides that. And it was a process, <laughs> and I should probably preface before I even mentioned the getting out before COVID. You recently just got out of the military, hence getting out. Uh, it's not the Jordan Peele movie Get Out. It's getting out of the movie or getting out of the military. Oh my God! Yeah, getting out of the military. Uh, so we were all at Fort Hood together. So fast forward three years, you're getting out of the military. Go ahead. Okay, so I just got back to Kuwait in November. So mm -hmm. I already had a short timeline of five months to get out of the army, and so I was already kind of taking it chill. Yeah. And then once the COVID hit, it hit Colorado pretty quick because of everyone yeah. traveling mm -hmm. so we went on lockdown before we went down we went on lockdown in february mm -hmm. so it was kind of nice because i was already 
not trying to go to work. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Hey, don't go to work. So I was like, okay, cool. Too, I thought too it was easy. Last. Too easy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like two weeks off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, after that two weeks, I was like, okay, I got, I got out April 10th. So two, like at the end of February is when we get went in lockdown. So I was a month out from getting out mm-hmm. and nothing's open. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, all right. So, you know, what do I got to do? And they're like, nobody's at work. There's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have my leave form signed. Yeah. Um, I submitted it beginning of February. You know how the army goes. I didn't mm-hmm. get it signed until when did I go and leave? April 10th. I didn't get my leave form signed because no one was in the office until I think April 5th. Jeez. So they just put everyone that was on like in the tube just stopped everybody like mid tracks. Basically everyone got stop lost. Jesus. But okay. That was for everyone PCSing because they weren't sure what everyone was doing with ETS. And so I was the guinea pig because I was the first one getting out during Corona. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, that was the first, I was, there was maybe like two guys before me that got out. One of them was right before COVID hit, like the week of COVID. And then I think I was the next one. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I actually got, I actually had to talk to my Sergeant Major personally, like ran into him at S1 and was just like, can you help me out and get this signed? So I was trying to attack it from the bottom and he just was like, you start leave on Friday. And it was, this was Monday afternoon actually and mm-hmm. i was like yeah and he's like okay i'll get it signed and so he started coming from the top down trying to get it signed and it took about an hour to get signed after that happened of course but once so that happened is, like this is the sergeant major of your uh squadron or your, yeah yeah i went to an infantry unit we use real terms sorry however i use infantry very lightly because it was We'll we'll get into the differences between Fort Hood and Fort Carson here in a second. But what's what's the uh, what's the Hold process? Of, go ahead. This is where the real fun started. Getting my yeah leave form signed because once yeah. I got my leave form signed, I could pick up my orders. Uh huh. Right. And yeah. and I picked up my orders to clear, and I was just like, "Hey, I'm trying to do all the stuff. I go and leave Friday." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I already have my household goods leaving. You know, made up a bunch of shit." Mm-hmm. And. Uh, they were like, okay, sounds good. And then this lady sat down and she took out a highlighter and was like, all you need to clear is CIF finance. And, uh, there's one more that was like, didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, like national guard brief or something. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Actually. Those yeah. three. I hate that you know that. Like, I hate that you know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> CIF, numbers. this and that. And there, after that, it was, Everything else is just like, yeah, you can, don't worry about it because nobody was there. Wow. So you kind of just breeze on through, if anything, if anything. Yeah. SFL tap didn't complete it. Jesus, Um, dude. So really, I kind of just got thrown to the wolves. I don't know what benefits I can get. I don't know anything that I'm supposed to be able to do. Yeah. Don't worry about it, dude. I hear Uh, you, so what's the process of going through CIF when it's expedited? Did you owe money afterwards? Oh, dude, that was the best part because they couldn't touch it. Hmm. So basically oh I stood God, I stood like 10 feet away and they were like, well, what weather top? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, what, what, what weather bottoms? 
<laughs> my, stuff, my stuff wasn't even dirty. My my issue was I was missing like. I mean, I mean, you're a dirty guy, dude. You probably lost that shit. Like, dude, shut up. All right? <laughs> but uh, I, I had a similar situation as far as getting out in an expedited amount of time because I don't know if you guys remember, I had an offer to become a police officer yeah. in the city of Colleen. And uh, did yeah. you see that comment? Yes, I did not. <laughs> okay, um, go. And I had like less than a week to clear. And of course, it didn't happen for me the way that it happened for you because there wasn't a uh, national pandemic that was allowing me to do that. But that's good. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm glad that the process for you was very simple because for most people, it is farthest from simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I just went at PCS from Fort Hood. It was just a nightmare. So you got the letter or you got permission from the command sergeant major to uh or not even permission he said that you'd get a signature on monday you were supposed to start leave on friday how fast did the process take from monday to friday how fast well i got out on friday so i mean but i I was putting in they well also uh fort carson did it pretty sweet they had everything that you needed to do Mm -hmm. in this place called the soldier center so finance was there, CIF was there, everything that you need is in one building. Nice, the real instead of like Fort Hood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funds. Yeah. Yeah. Um That's crazy, man. But so, so do you, would you say that it took a while for the army to transition to COVID? Like did they or did they already have a thing in place if this were to happen? Like was it like you had to go through briefings? Yeah, I couldn't. Um, no, like they didn't have any briefing. Like, hey, this is the new SOP. This is what we're going to be doing. Everyone wears PPE. Everything. No. No. So basically, what we would do is every uh-huh. morning at six thirty. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had to wear a mask. Yeah. And provided, not provided. Masks. Yeah. Not provided. Okay. Nobody had masks, so I just I just wore a gator neck. Yeah, makes sense. But uh. I don't know, man. Uh, have, you, have you talked to anybody back in your unit that stayed? Like, how has the transition been from regular everyday army to COVID army? Like, is it more stupid now that there's like a national pandemic? Not really. Um, from what I understand, they're back to business as normal. Really? Just, wow. Just everyone's wearing masks. That's from what I'm gathering. Right. Again, I don't, I don't ask questions because I don't really care. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You more or less just cross it off your list. Like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. Yeah, I remember seeing the your uh, your tweet and just like saying that you wanted to take a picture in your last uniform, but you just like you just didn't give a fuck anymore, so you just ran out of it. And I don't know what you do. You kept your uniforms. You threw it away. What'd you do? Uh, it's unwashed. I just folded it, and it's sitting <laughs> in my parents' house. There you go. It's not. It's not even in my house. Just smell it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Out of sight, out of mind. There you it's go. It's done. Man. That's so crazy. Romel and I had talked a couple weeks ago when we first started about like people re-enlisted and going to different units. And I, I think people in the military, once they re-enlist, they always re-enlist because they feel like the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. Did you got, when you got to Fort Carson, I already know a little bit about it, but tell everybody what your experiences were like at Fort Hood, how we, uh, how we hated it. And then what it's like going to Fort Carson. What was the difference? Um, I re-enlisted because 
as you guys all know, we were in a cab unit and we were like, you're, you're a cock hard infantryman, dude. Yeah. I feel it. I yeah. Feel it, dude. Well, I reenlisted the first time because I wanted to deploy again because yeah. they were like, we're going to Afghanistan. And I was like, fuck yeah. I'm going again. Yeah, hell yeah. And, buddy. Uh, we got there and it was not what I thought it was going to be. And I was like, it's the unit. It's not the, uh, it's not Afghanistan. It's the unit. They didn't, I guess, I don't know if I, they thought, I thought they didn't trust us because we were the size of a brigade right. instead of, instead of a division. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever, I'll go try somewhere else. I'll try fourth infantry division. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. It's up in the mountains. Yeah. Colorado's beautiful. I get it. Yeah. Right. I was like, how could it be horrible? How sounds could like it be a, horrible? It sounds like a dream. And then I showed up. And at first I was like, this po- the post was beautiful. Like yeah. the new buildings. It made sense the way it was laid out. Like first brigade's here, second brigade's here, third brigade's here. And then the fourth pogs were over there. But <laughs> um still shitting on like, pogs right after <laughs> <laughs> But I, I I don't know, I just it was super nice. I had such high hopes. And uh it was actually me and this other this guy from the eighty second, we we just became friends. It was kind of just like an infantry, infantry full We'll yeah, talk to each other in reception. Talk to each other? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Touch. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> me and him were just kind of like, oh, yeah, where are we going? Where are we going? And we we both were trying to go to second brigade because that's the light brigade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First brigade, strikers. Second brigade's light. Third brigade was uh, heavy. Hmm. Where do you think Big Hoss went? Striker, Third. baby. Striker. Nope. <laughs> Nope, I went heavy, mechanized. Nice, baby, nice. No, but we, I didn't know anything about it. We showed up, and right That's out weird. of a brigade. That's yeah. Bradley's, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you go from a striker to another striker? What, you had a choice, or you just didn't want to do it again? Bro- it was it was broadening my knowledge. Jeez. I asked HRC. Yeah. Um. Okay, okay, and then... Sorry, my favorite thing about your mustache is that it doesn't connect. Oh, man, that's so mean, though. That's so mean. Um, But I showed it to my brigade. I'm trying, all right? It's a deficiency. All right, go, go. I showed it to my brigade, and, you know, I didn't think anything, but there's a big old tank sitting outside, and we were like, the hell is this? Yeah. And, And then they're like, all right, you six, you're going to this this battalion. You go to this battalion. You're going to this battalion. And we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I walk in. I don't know how. And then they're like, welcome to Combined Arms Battalion. Yeah. What the, fuck, what the fuck am I doing? You know, I was like, what is going on? Because I'm looking around. I'm seeing yellow guidons. I'm like, yeah. I'm in a tank company. Yeah. Or I'm in a tank battalion. And, uh, I'm sweating, and uh, <laughs> there was one other infantry guy with us, and then there was like nine tankers, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like, oh no! I was like, "Oh no! What is going on here?" Yeah, dude. And get to my one of them. Newell. Oh. Newell? No, 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 no. <laughs> Straight name dropping motherfuckers on this podcast, dude. but uh, <laughs> we still got a flip flop. I think we're okay. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Keep going. But Seco was the infantry company. And yeah. so they're like naming off random names and they're going Castillo, Aco, Stanfield, Bico. 
McBride, Seco. And I was like, oh, thank God I'm going to the infantry company. I didn't know how this worked. Um, I just knew that there was two yellow guidons and one blue one. I was like, oh, God, yeah. what are the chances? Blue, you know, just blue. Anywho, yeah. I show up, and then I get to the company, and they're like, they're like, welcome. Take me out to the motor pool, and I'm crying. Because I'm like, I try to get away from the motor pool. <laughs> First thing I'm doing is going to the motor pool. And uh, Nice, dude. Yeah, I don't know. They, they're showing me, and... I'm trying to figure it out, and yeah. then they take me in the platoon. They take me in the platoon office, and they're like, "Yeah, so here, when I got to mechanized, the dismounts are the un are like they're like the they don't matter." Dismounts? What is that? I don't I don't know that term before. Dis dismounts. 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 Bro, I thought you were speaking French, dog. I was like, "What kind of tanker unit speaks French, bro?" <laughs> it was in Paris, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dismounts. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay, dismounts don't matter. And so I now I go into the platoon office and they're like, "Yo, this is Alpha Section, Bravo Section." Yeah, I think that's how it goes. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, but uh, and then you, they're man. like, and then they're like, "Yeah, this is first squad and second squad." And I was like, "Where where the weapon squad at?" And they're like, and, and literally the the uh, guy that was showing me around, he's an E six. He puts his hand on my shoulder. He goes. There's no weapon squad here. What? And I was like, what the fuck am I getting myself into here? I'm, can I time out? Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm so confused. So yeah. The, yeah, makeup of, the makeup of this company was two armored platoons and then a... Nope. Three. There, okay. My battalion was two tank companies, mm-hmm. one infantry company, mm-hmm. and then we had uh, scouts. AJ, yeah. We had AJC. Yeah. So, so was the purpose of the infantry company to like be board liaison for the tank companies, like it in a in it if they were to actually deploy? We'll mm-hmm. get to that in just a second. But like, if you guys deployed to Afghanistan, would you guys go out and be like in place QRF, and then they would come behind you, or like what's the idea behind that? I, I'm I'm confused. Basically, we're just in support of what. Okay. Just like so, <laughs> tanks were the ma- tanks were the main effort. Yeah. And you're just there to pat them on the back. Basically, yeah. I guess Jeez. the scouts would the scouts would try and recon, but wow, that's pretty. We shady, ended up man. doing it. But one, so actually, the, when we go to the field, our second platoon. Yeah, our second platoon would go to ACO, and then we'd get a tank or tank platoon. That would come to our company. So, ACO would have been two tank platoons and one infantry company, or one infantry platoon. And then my company was two infantry platoons, one tank platoon. Yeah, yeah we were there for more support. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't. Was, I, don't I mean, and I it doesn't. See, it does not make sense. And I, as an infantryman, I, I can see how that's uh, pretty great. Like you could lose a lot of motivation real quick, real quick. So, how long were you at that uniform? I was there just shy, 23 months, just shy of two years. Damn. That's crazy. So was the entire, mm-hmm. like, motivation level of the infantry guys there just, like, super low? You thought our morale was low, boys? Yeah. You ain't seen nothing. <laughs> well, because I thought, you know, I would think that Fort Carson would just, you know, ra- you know, because you got a ranger, bat- uh, ranger battalion over there, right? At Fort? At, at Fort Carson? 10th group. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, but it's just like I thought that 
you know, it'd be elevated just like making fucking men, you know, but okay, that, that mm-hmm. fucking blows, bro. But the uh, the temp group, they have like their own compound, like away from everybody else, don't they? Uh, yeah, it's like there's main post mm-hmm. and then temp group, and then they threw second brigade like way out there. And you were in second brigade? I was in third. Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean. I'm still, they, I'm still hung up on the fact that you had two or three armored. I'm still so confused. It's like it doesn't make any sense in my in my brain sickles how there's infantry supporting armor. Like typically, it's the other way around. Armor is supposed to support infantry, but yeah. whatever. Um, do you want to try to get to these questions because they're fucking piling up? <laughs> yes, yeah, we'll get to, yes, yes. We'll, we'll get to it here. In just okay, a okay. So if the morale is super low, like, did you guys try to do anything to boost the morale or was it kind of just like, Hey, your contract's up in two years. Just hang out until then. Yeah. Um, I was never the guy like, get out, get out, get out. Even when I was very open about get, I'm getting out. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I was, I would just preach to these guys. I was like, especially the younger soldiers. I was like, I thought I came from a bad unit and people told me that, there will never be anywhere that's this bad again. Yeah. And then I came here and it is 10 times worse. I said, wow. there are so much better out there. Wow. Huh. That's crazy, dude. I can't get any, mm-hmm. I can't think about anything worse than Fort Hood, bro. Cause that's, you know, that's the nickname for it, man. Cause your career you stops what, there, bro. <laughs> you know what? At least we had that. I did not have it for person camaraderie. Yeah. That was, that was not even a. Like y'all didn't hang out with each other outside of work. The Joes didn't hang out really, like. That's crazy, dude. That's fucked up. Yeah, bro. I can't imagine yeah. going like you went to, and you went to NTC with these guys, right? I went to NTC in Kuwait. Wait, what? You I went, went to, to you didn't. You went to, you went to NTC Kuwait. in Kuwait and Kuwait. Oh, and Kuwait. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, how was that? Like, what did you? I mean, I can't imagine not bonding hey, with these guys being between. Romel, move your so, bike a little bit from your hood. It's bonking on your. Uh, yeah. On your strings. Sorry. There you go. You're good. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't. I don't have a haircut, so I'm just kind of. <laughs> no go put a beanie on, silly Willie. I will. Is it still hitting it? Yeah, that's okay. Just yeah, move a lot. Anyway, so go ahead. I got. I got to Fort Carson in May, 2018, and in July, the training cycle was. I got there right after. I want to say company sticks or something. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to do, I did not do one training event at Fort Carson. I, but I went to, we did gunnery. You remember gunnery? Mm-hmm. Wasn't a thing for us. And then armor. Not really. That's crazy. And armor, that's, that's going to ball thing. range. Right. Uh, that's, as, that's as important as zeroing your, because an M4 does yeah. not matter there. All that matters is the Bradleys and the tanks. So, yeah. That's as important as you're on four in a mechanized unit. Right. But, uh, yeah, so I go to gunnery for two weeks in July, come back for a week, go to what they called, oh, God, I can't remember right now. Basically pre-NTC for three weeks, but they shipped us out to, is Trinidad Southeast Colorado? There's a prison there. Uh, well, it's straight south. It's like as far south as you can get in Colorado. 
Yeah, so we went to Trinidad, and then we went an hour east. Yikes. Yeah, and we just hung out. But they, all they did so was – So you were in, like, the plains? In. You were just, like, on flat ground? Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. There's Point a giant being. area out there. That's ridiculous. But we went out there for three weeks, but they just, instead of being, like, NTC where you have showers and cots and everything, yeah, we literally were just in a clamshell for five days waiting for our Bradleys and tanks to show up. Then we did – Railhead there, disgusting, no shower, no nothing. Go out to the field for two weeks, come back, do it all again. <laughs> imagine. No, I don't want to imagine, and, dude. That was that's yeah, horrible, I, horrible, dude. I, well, we're, we're sleeping on a concrete slab, just not even on the dirt. Like, it was horrible. Get back from that. Do I talk about me getting in trouble? No, we can get into that just a little bit. We get okay. <laughs> so... I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> went, hung out, had fun, kind of. Next week, went to NTC for a month, mm-hmm. came back, did railhead from there just to do railhead again the following week for quit. Because yeah, you, so, you love us so much, right? I did more railhead in the first six months that I was at Fort Carson than I did in four years at Fort Hood. Because you can't yeah, – strikers that can drive on the road. Yeah. Thanks, and Bradley's cannot, obviously. Yeah. So for everybody who's listening who is not the uh, – has never been in the military and doesn't know what Railhead's all about, Railhead, typically when you think of, of tanks and all the vehicles that are needed to get to training, you would think that there is a job in the military – that is in charge of getting these things from point A to point B. That's a silly assumption, man. You would be, you'd be sadly mistaken. So typically there are people within the unit. Most of the time it's like two NCOs and then the rest are lower enlisted and they'll go and do this for typically two or three days. And then they'll be sent out before everybody else and uh, take off all of the vehicles that they put onto these rail cars and then drive them to the location. So when he's talking about this, dude, this is like triggering me. Like, I don't like I, railhead. I hate railhead. <laughs> because when I got put in charge of driving the commander around, I was in a sense, and I was going to be on railhead. It didn't matter what I was going to do. Yeah. And I was always on the detail. Castillo, you're on railhead. Sure, dude. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> Sounds good. I was actually going to volunteer. So <laughs> yeah, fuck it, dude. Whatever. But I mean, but but besides that, I mean, I can remember NTC. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just the, the shitty moments. It, it's it's really camaraderie, man. I, at that, I did four NTCs. Yeah. Well, I, I can't I can't you know sympathize with you, man. But I definitely got to tell you the like sleeping in bunks and just like. It's pretty shitty, man. I had fucking kidney stones during NTC. I don't. You know. did? I forgot I did. about that. Yeah, I had kidney stones. I, I, that was I crazy. Remember that, now. that shit was yeah. fucked up, man. I just like fucking woke up like pissing blood one day. I was like, oh my god, here we go. And I blame the PX, man. Anyways, I I think it was a brisk, wasn't it? Yeah, dude, we were drink, dude. Like no one, I don't Not know. A drink sponsor. drink Not water, a but yeah, drink water, but go to the PX and just like buy hella snacks and I don't know, <laughs> just like. Wait in a two-hour-long line. Yeah, that lifestyle was not the one, bro. But anyways. So let's get to a couple of these questions before we branch off into other things. Yeah. So Bryce asked, what do you guys think of Jocko Willick? Uh, he's a crazy dude. Wakes up at 4 o'clock in the morning each morning. Yeah. 
super his, motivated guy. Yeah, his cock probably looks like his fucking like his face, dude. Like just his whole. It probably is just the navy spear. Yeah, the sales <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> yeah, the, the trident. Dude. Yeah, it's just fucking poking bitches in the back, dude. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, uh, I mean, yeah, he's a great guy, great insight. I mean, his uh, if his I think he up. he had a really cool insight i shouldn't say cool but he had good insight as far as what police to or police officers should be doing during these times and stuff like that so if you haven't listened to him mm. on joe rogan's podcast go listen to that it's just like two weeks ago but bride no that's all right he'll be back i got a phone call sorry i ignored it i don't know who it was that's all right invite him in dude yeah dude let's <laughs> let's talk bro let's talk um, Connor, what do you think about jocko uh, I'm probably the 1% of veterans that I hate everything. I hate military movies, yeah. books, yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I avoid all of it. So when I see he's on there, I'm sure he's got good stuff. That doesn't intrigue me. It does not interest me. Mm-hmm. I don't care to know anything about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't listen to it. Hey, just don't, to, we, we don't try to go back to the military, but for some reason it just goes, keeps going back to it. But okay, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't actively seek out military podcasts, but whenever I hear him on Joe Rogan and stuff, he's uh, that's like my main podcast I listen to. It's like really the only thing I listen to. So, me too. But I hear you. Um, let's see what other ones have we got here. Um, best man speech. Do you want to give that now, or do you want to wait until? We'll wait. We'll wait later, I guess. I, I couldn't do it then. I couldn't do it now. I got rec- I recorded it, so I got it, bro. Yeah, you want me to play, play it? back. <laughs> Until the day I die, I do not want to see that video. Okay. All right, one day, one day, one so day. So at your, at your funeral, we'll play it. Good. Um, <laughs> let's see here. When, what was it like meeting each other for the first time? So here's the thing about being in the military as a very young enlisted person. I don't really remember a whole lot of my first few weeks at our unit mainly because I was just trying not to breathe loudly so that people could hear me. Uh, so I don't really remember meeting you guys. Sorry to admit that. Dude, I have wow. a, I, I hated Romel yeah. when I first got there. Really? Because well, I mean, he was a smoke show, and I was like, damn, McBride's about to take all the heat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just remember standing. I remember me and Josiah. We went and we would stand at parade rest outside of the platoon office, do head and I straight forward and like a certain NCO would walk by and he would be like, Are you looking at me? And we're like, No. He's like, Well, I walked in front of you, so you had to have looked at me. He's like, Well, yeah. So we do push ups, but I remember being like, These dudes are privates too. Why are we the only ones doing this? Yeah. 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 And I how did they go? I can't remember how it went, but I'm just just when I was in that field, when you guys came, we just knew like all the like the senior listed like the the E4 Mafia at the time were just like, yeah, we're about to smoke the shit out of these guys when we get back, and because we were in the, we were in the field and it was shitty, and then right when we got back, yeah. Just, when did you when did you get to the unit? Two thousand. No, you were out there with me. I don't know. Sixteen, seventeen. No, you didn't. Oh wait, what the hell am I talking about? I thought I was thinking about getting out. Yeah, there you go. Um, what month? What month? Uh, well, I went to basic in March, so it had to be. I didn't. I didn't go back home, so it had June? to be, yeah, June ish. Yeah, probably. 
Okay. I'm yeah, just saying, it was like fucking summer-ish, maybe. Yeah. Why? I just remember the worst part about being a new. Well, because you had like five months on us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you were treated like gold. No, like, what is, dude, I came so to Rico, bro. What are you talking about? I got my shit smoked every day. And then Lammy came in and then he was trying to be the fucking A star. So then fucking shit it on us. And then you guys came and we're like, oh, thank God, dude, you guys came. So it was, yeah, it was pretty bad, man. Anything we could take off the, the heat, bro. It was, that's just how it went though, man. <sighs> but I just remember we were the new guys and then we were like, okay, someone new is going to show up. Someone new is going to show up. And no one showed up until old Robert Smith Neely and, KY showed up six oh, months had, later. We had Cortez with us too, right? Oh, yeah, Chrissy, but he was – he's Chrissy. He just somehow skated by all of it. Cortez was super quiet. He did what I he think, had to do, man. I think Cortez and I are similar in that we didn't do enough to be noticed, but we – What are you also, talking about? You're the fucking RTO for fucking platoon, dude. That didn't happen <laughs> until like many months later, dude. I'm so you're saying, about, oh, in the beginning, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. we did, we did like McBride. He got there and got a 300 on our practice PP test. Yeah. So like, and then like Cortez and I got like 280s. Like we so, did the only place in the amazing milit- on it. Yeah. But it was just funny because I remember uh, Lieutenant Cornley. He came yes. into he came into our platoon office. My God, and he looked I'd love up to on have that guy on. <laughs> yeah, his Esquire. But anyways, uh, he looked at our platoon board and he saw our three PT test scores. He's like, McBride, three hundred. Where's that guy? I want to talk to that guy. And uh, that didn't sit very well with the NCOs. Yeah. So. For some reason, that's like the no. That's how it goes. Because like with Lammy, when he fucking got a three hundred, you. I mean, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this, but go ahead. You know, the Fair so enough. basically what happened. So when we were three hundred, right? All the like all the Joes were in like the um, what's it called the big, big conference room, conference room, right? And so all the NCOs started feeding him pizza. He's like, "Oh yeah, Lammy, you know, good good job. You got a three hundred. So he started giving him pizza, and then and then you know, and then you know, one NCO was like, he's like watching him eat all this pizza, and then right when he's done, he's like, "Okay," he's like, "All right." Half right face. <laughs> He's like, fucking start nailing some push ups. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. But yeah, dude, that's the only place in like in the world where you're just like, wow, you think you're fucking better than me, man? You think you're fucking better? Not supporting you're not. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not. Get the fuck down there. Were we in the same we were both in weapon squad when we, or I was in second squad. We were both in second squad when we got there, right? Under Ranger Nick with the big old smile. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That is that guy. Right, I was under, uh, I don't even remember his name, but he was like, I was telling Ramel this when we first started talking, he was like the epitome of an E5 that everybody hated, like, he hated the Joes that were beneath him, and if you were below an E5, he hated you just because you weren't a sergeant. I can't remember his name. Yeah, that's who it was. R.I.P. Oh, yeah, he did die, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, R.I.P. I I can say his name, I forgot. Uh, But anyways... Who did you have as your first team leader? I think Sergeant Garrett. Yeah, my was Sergeant, Sergeant Garrett, too. Yeah, I think, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think great, so. Great memories, man. Sergeant Garrett, man. <laughs> great <laughs> memories, man. Uh, but, yeah, for everybody listening, when you first get to a place, it's not like – because I kind of have – I, I have like corporate experience now where like if you're a new employee and you get to a your 
your employer, you're brand new, everybody's like coming to you and like sh- shaking your hand, like, so welcome to the company. We're so glad to have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I do anything for you? Is there anything that is making you uncomfortable in the process so far? When you get to the military and you're brand new and you're lower enlisted, it is the exact opposite. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can help you with anything. And then if you talk, they're like, we don't care. Shut up. Yeah. You literally have no say. Yeah, no, I remember when, I mean, you know, on my tangent, I don't know if I really expressed this, but you guys weren't even there when, like, all the E4s that were getting out were, like, when there was, like, the Spice Girls in the barracks. I don't know if you guys <laughs> heard about that. Yeah, they were, like, doing Spice in, like, the fucking barracks. And I remember my when I went to my fucking room, my, well, he's not there. It was, you know, I can't really say any names, but, yeah, he was just like, hey, do you want to try Spice? And I'm like, and I'm just, like, fucking 19-year-old. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? And, yeah. I remember walking to the CP, people were like bloodied up. They had like a fight the weekend before and shit. I'm like, dude, this is fucking, but that's like, so were you old bandit, you, old, old. Did bandit. you get to, did you get to the unit when they still had uh tank people there? The what? The tank people? No, no, no. no they all cleared out by then. Yeah. They're all out. Yeah. Uh, we already said skull or Copenhagen. Grizzly. Or oh yeah, Grizzly. So we, uh, we all were in Kuwait for the matter of like 14 days coming back from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. What is a, uh, what's a full deployment to Kuwait? Like, cause you weren't on the same installation. You were like on the actual deployment area of Kuwait. What does that even mean? <laughs> Where I wasn't in the transition spot. Like when we went to Kuwait, Yeah. this is a transition spot. So, like so in, going in the movies to movies or what? <laughs> there was, there was a there was a movie theater. I don't. I did not go one time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just because it was still on my brain to like have no fun. Yeah, because deployment. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, but you. It's literally garrison in the desert, and it's 130 degrees. Jesus. Yeah. So I mean, like for, you wait. How long were you there? I was there nine months. I was there nine months. No, and it was. It was wake up. PT formation 6:30. Actually, my first one was pretty sick. He made it at seven, so we didn't have to be there to salute the flag. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, sick, bro. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So we'd get up, do that, you know, breakfast, 9.30, right at the motor pool. Um, be there till lunch. Everyone, everybody besides the infantry companies well tanks too kind of but not really mainly the infantry companies stayed on days like regular cycle like regular nighttime sleep schedule everybody else went to night shift so they'd work or sleep all day be up at night because it's only 100 degrees at night instead of 130 in the day Jeez. yeah but i mean it was wake up motor pool because there's unlimited funds there so they're trying to get everything fixed so really all we did was that we did squad and team live fire gunnery twice and i bce just i graded it and that was just a big waste of time yeah did you did you do eib in kuwait or did you do it back in carson oh yeah I did. Dude. you forgot your eib bro i got my eib at fort hood you did i yeah, got, you got, a, you got a, fort hood. yeah fort hood he did the uh, whole uh the 12 miler at fucking fort hood dude yeah yeah and i remember I was so far gone at that point. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I remember first Sergeant Perez because 
you remember coming from the tank trailer, you'd come up and then take the left by mm-hmm. whatever that field was up there. Yeah. 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 I remember first time, like I had just run and I was at like 250. I fin- I completed at 253 because the guy who finished at two hours and the guy who finished at 259, EIBs look the same. Yeah. So I was coming in, it was like 250. And uh, first time Perez was like almost all the way to that gym that was there, mm-hmm. which is a good, like, I don't know, half mile from mm-hmm. the finish line. And he's like, you got 10 minutes, you better start running. And I had just got done running after <laughs> I'm at 11 and a half miles, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, you know, Roger first hour. And I just kept walking and he's like, run. So that was <laughs> my helmet's all crooked coming across the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I got my EIV there. And then I got to Carson and we did. I wasn't supposed to deploy. I was because mm. I got in trouble. Yeah. But uh, so I was staying back. And because there's a lack of infantrymen mm. and mm-hmm. fourth ID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. They kinda have, I know. They they kind of have to bring people together to put it. Yeah, beyond they didn't have enough graders. Jesus. There's a lack of infantrymen in the at, fourth infantry division. Yeah, at fourth present. Yes. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you about the. Let me. It gets worse. But I mean, we, okay, I, yeah, we can shit talk for Carson because you're. Yeah, I can't even paint that picture right now. But okay. I I was in third brigade. Second brigade didn't have enough graders, so I had to go help second brigade. I wasn't deploying. No issue. This is in February. Yeah. So I'm standing out there grading all day. Yeah. Getting snowed on. Yikes. Horrible. And Jesus. I mean, it's get there at 6 30, leave at 5 p.m. My feet were destroyed by the end of the day. My boots weren't even bending. <laughs> but uh, you do have cute feet. That's one of the reasons why we want you on here. Yes. Mm. But uh, <laughs> and then when I did it, and, but that was fine, whatever. I deployed two weeks after that and I wasn't supposed to. That's a whole different story. Yeah, but yeah. I went to when we when I graded it in May again mm-hmm. in uh, Kuwait. There was no other infantry brigades there, so I was grading. There's three different lanes. There's patrols, weapons, and medical lanes. Mm-hmm. But I also was grading land nav. I was grading a lane on each of the things, and then I was grading. Uh, 12 mile, you know, like all the good stuff, PT test. Mm-hmm. So we were just like the graders had it way worse. Jesus. Yikes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh, JG asks, well, who's usually at the bottom of the, of a human pyramid between us? Who's at the bottom? You're, you're a good base. <laughs> I was going to say, you've got the base. Yeah. yeah. McBride probably would be this guy who stands up on top of us, though, just because he looks better than us. But I actually like locking arms with McBride, though. So if we're, we're like this, when we're, our hands kind of intertwine like that. Our uh, backs would be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Right. It's not a perfect pyramid, but okay, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Did you guys know how to use live firearms before basic training? If not, what was that experience like? Uh, I was... Pistols. I mean, I you know, my family likes shooting pistols, but nothing too great. Nothing like an M4. I mean, I live in California, so I guess, yeah, that kind of says it all. <laughs> I mean, I shot, I shot a shotgun a handful of times. Yeah. I mean, horrible form, you know, chicken yeah. winging. Yeah. But oh, so yeah. getting to the army was like the first time I really learned how to shoot. So it was not a hard transition because mm-hmm. they teach you everything you need to know. Yeah. 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 How about you? Yeah, I, 
Yeah. I mean, it was, I hadn't really shot any semi-automatics, but I had shot like rifles and stuff like that. But I think the military has a tendency to do things that are fun for like 20 minutes and then you do it for four hours after yeah. that. Yeah. So I got very sick of shooting within like a couple months of being, or whenever we started to shoot, I don't even, I think it was like third phase at the end of basic when you actually start shooting on a consistent basis, but mm. I was pretty sick of it. Um, um, Alright, new topics, don't worry. <laughs> no worry. Tell us. Tell us about what you got in trouble. Oh, by the way, by the way, I had to answer this, oh. my friend. I last oh. question about the army. True or false? Do you wear ear pro ever? Go. No, I no, I have twenty percent disability for it. No, I never <laughs> wore fucking ear pro. And I know that they're like, oh, why do you wear ear protection when you're on the rail? Like, I don't know, man. I just never wore it in the military. Did you guys put in for the uh the three M uh class class action lawsuit? I saw that, no. but I don't know. No, I didn't do that. Did you? Oh no, okay. I don't think it's better. Wear, did, did you did you wear did you wear a ear pro, Josiah? I mean, I I Peltors. Yeah, <laughs> they're <laughs> super cool Peltors. Because yeah, yeah. they look cool. So yeah. yes, but especially once you become a leader, you can't because you have to listen to fifteen. Yeah. Different, you're listening to your radio. You're listening to dudes. You're listening mm-hmm. to leaders. It's unless you have Peltors. But I mean, but, but, yeah. Hold on, really quick. Yeah. Triple canopy. I worked with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, hold on, hold on. Let's, uh, let's, let's get Bryce in here. Bryce, listen. Bryce, uh, this is for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go for it. On my second deployment, we, it was uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. And we had, that was election year, obviously. And Obama's big push towards the end of deployment was, I'm bringing the troops home. Dude, I thought you just called him a big pussy, bro. I was like, whoa, <laughs> let's get to it, bro. <laughs> anyway, right, I keep to, going, I keep not going. Not to get political, but yeah. that dude's a big old pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to get political, but he's a big old bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. But he, uh, or he was like, bringing everybody home. So what that means is he's bringing Contract soldiers people. off. But he's replacing them with contractors. Yeah. yeah. Triple canopy showed up. And we all, you know, we we're like, oh shit, triple canopy's coming. And then we see these dorks walking by and they're wearing like dorks. they're wearing like carpenter jeans, you know, PX boots, um, whatever t shirts they wanted. There was no standards. But yeah. I'll never forget this. I was standing in formation and I see the very first morning the, the a group of like four guys going to breakfast. And this dude's got a Brazzers hat on. <laughs> and so that's my first impression of these guys. Oh, fuck yeah. And dude. I was like, oh, God. So I get to my spot. I was the NCO. I uh, was basically briefing him on everything he needs to know because yeah. I already got told because I was promotable. So they're like, you're going back early with the whole drawdown. Do you go to BLC? I was like, yeah. sick. <laughs> Lit. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they showed up like a month before, so I had a month to work with them, and they were just—they're the guys that get out after their first initial contract. From my experience, I didn't work with the, the special operations ones, but from my experience, I worked with the guys that did three years, got out, and they were like, "Well, I don't know what to do." Wait, wait, so get out of the military? Yeah, they did like three years in the army as like a mechanic, what? and then so like yes. not over prior infantry or anything. I mean, I'm sure some of them were, but like. 
one guy specifically that I can remember, he was like, yeah, I did three years as a supply. And then he just started, they give you a clock and send you over there. So were, really? were these guys, the were these guys mainly doing like that. tower guard and like uh, entry guard and stuff like that? Yeah, we were like, so it, towards the end, like right when we were getting ready to leave. Yeah. I was like, basically they took like 50% of each platoon because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they replaced them with co- with contractors. So they, it was like one soldier, one contractor in the tower at the towers. And then one soldier, yeah, two yeah, contractor, yeah. two soldiers, one contractor. Just like, like a transition, day. transitional thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so basically they don't do anything like cool. They just literally are doing the same shit that we're doing, but not in the army. But making six figures. Well, and most of them sign up for their. I, the, I looked into it. Okay, so I was, I was <laughs> one of those guys, up, bro. I was one of those guys who got out. I was like, "What do I do now?" But yeah. anyways, uh, I, most of them. If you've never been on a contract before, you're going to do tower guard and entry stuff like that. And then once you start making connections, then you can get into like the per- personal protection stuff if you have combat arms experience before becoming a contractor so are they on any standard or is it just any guy that fill the boots i'm pretty sure it's just was it like were they were were they in shape or were they like yeah like what's the what's the criteria what the hell does that look like no i mean if you would have got a 240 on a pt test you'd probably do it wow dude what the hell yeah i mean there was there was i was not blown away by these guys sorry to ruin your yeah, your whole contracting experience. Sorry, sorry to ruin your uh, hopes and dreams there, Bryce. But, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's At least the guys I worked with were nothing to write home about. Yeah, I feel it, dude. I feel it. If you're comfortable sharing what you got in trouble for, I'd love to hear why you got in trouble. I, Have I told you about the story? I've I've heard it. I don't know if you want to share it, but... Yeah. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable, um, fuck it, dude. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. No, it's, it's whatever. Um, we'll, distort, we'll distort your voice so it doesn't sound like you. So go ahead. We're fucking live, no, dude. Mean, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, we get back from that three weeks in the middle of the desert in Colorado, Sick. which looks just like Texas. I remember standing there being like, am I at Fort Hood again? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, PTSD and, uh, yeah. But we get back from there on like a Wednesday or Thursday, and I found out about a Hawkeye's bar in denver and i was like they were playing university of northern iowa that week so i was like okay you know it'd be like a hometown thing Mm -hmm. you know it'll be my people i'll go i go i get up there it was a what time's kickoff in colorado just a is it noon kickoff or what for college football uh i mean usually they don't kick off till like eight o'clock at night because they're in pac 12 Oh yeah, they suck. Whatever. The good games that kick off at like noon. Mm-hmm. Yes. So one o'clock. We'll call it one o'clock. Okay, yeah, big okay. big ten kicks off at noon. Um but yeah, so we I get up there about eleven o'clock. I had about six roadies on the way. Um let's it's an hour. go, boys. Let's it's go. it's an hour drive. <laughs> um You wet your whistle. Yeah. Yeah. The whistle, I was the whistle's been wet. Yeah. I told myself I'd eat lunch when I got there. I had a liquid <laughs> lunch. Um, long story short, I get there. Um, I don't even, it's packed. 
this place is packed because it's a Hawkeye's bar, but it's, they're playing you and I. So there's a bunch of black and gold and there's a bunch of yellow and purple. Got it. It's, it's everyone's. So you, but and, you're, seeing, uh, you're seeing blood at this point though. <laughs> you're seeing red. I'm not even seeing it at this point. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> I basically just like find a, find a table and I was just like, can I get my elbow in here, please? And uh, end up becoming. Did you go with real. anybody? Nope, went by myself. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of like talking to this guy, making, if you will, friends. Yeah, get the fuck off friends. me, dude. Get the fuck off We're, me. No, I mean, like, he was buying me drinks, I was buying him drinks. Everything's fine. And Until the game, the game ends. I don't realize the game's over. We're right, it's like second quarter in the next game. I'm like, when did this game start? <laughs> uh, it's, it's that type of environment. Nice, Everyone's dude. having fun, though. Like, everyone, everything's great. It's yeah. crowded. It's fun. Go Hawks. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, I get my bar tab, and I get it, and I'm writing on it. And I had a $60 bar tab, and I leave a $15 tip, which is 20%. Yeah. And he, he – so I'm bent over, and he's standing to my left. He was taller than me. He's probably like six two. And I'm I'm filling out my bar tab, and I he's like fifteen bucks. That's all you're gonna leave, pussy. And like from lean oh down, I was like, God. I just looked up at him, and I was like, you call me pussy again, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. Oh my God. I love calling him right a pussy, dude, because he gets so mad. Dude, dude sign my tab, <laughs> and I, and like out of the corner of my eye, I see him turn, and I, like I see him like pussy. And I just <laughs> one piece his ass. Yes. I didn't even follow up with a combo, dude. Just oh, a one dude. piece. Yeah, one me, piece me and Stanfield were just like, what is that? What is that? What is that, dude? Yeah, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> one piece one piece him. He fell into his mother in law. Um <laughs> I just grabbed my debit card and now I lived in Iowa and I lived in Texas up until this point. To where a bar fight is, bouncers are holding the doors open for you, being like, get out of here. And you're just like full sprint to the door. And they're like, don't come back. And you're like, sounds good. <laughs> um, so a bar fight was no issue. I didn't even like, I was calm. I hit him. I was like, dang, I need to get out of here. Grab my debit card, just stick it in my pocket. And I'm walking to the door and the bouncer. Just threw a dip in. You're just like, fuck it, bro. Let's go. Yeah. I walk in and, or I'm walking out. The bouncer's like, did you just hit that guy? And I was like, yep, yeah, I'm leaving. No issues, you know. Oh, my like, God, he, dude. Yeah, I was like, he's not coming back for more. I'm leaving. And uh, the bouncer's like, no, 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 man. You got to stay. Why the fuck do I got to stay? I was like, I'm trying to leave. I don't yeah. want to be here no more. Yeah. And uh, the bouncer's like, no, man. Like, you just hit him. You can't leave. I was like, watch me. And I started to walk out the door again. And uh, he tried to throw me in a headlock. And I just popped his elbow and pushed him into the wall. I was like. No, this is not how this Stop is happening. Point at his face. Yeah. No. I was like, well, there's two of them. And then, so as soon as I'm like, get off me, one tries to choke me from behind and I popped his elbow too and pushed him. So now I'm like. L- little context, McBride is a, a wrestler. Just, uh, he know. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Little context for everybody. Yeah. So now I'm like, this is, this is a thing now. I'm yeah. like, I went from fighting one dude. Now I'm fighting two outside and they're yeah. employees. I was like, this isn't going to end well. And uh, they both were like, one, two, three, and they both jump on me. But I remember at one point, I had one in this arm and one in this arm, and I had them both on their backs, yeah. holding them on the ground. 
and just holding them down as hard. And I was like, are you guys done? And they're like, <laughs> I fucking literally, literally, All I just the like, fights led up to this. Amen. Yeah, so I just like, I literally just sat on my butt and I was just like, I'm done. And then one guy put me in like the worst rear naked choke of all time. And then I, sh- I swear on my entire life, I cannot make this up. The other one took a knee next to me as I'm sitting on my butt and he held my wrist like this. He wasn't like holding onto it like this. He was just holding it like this. Did he kiss you afterwards or what? <laughs> and, so what? Uh, did they call the cops? It, yeah, they called the cops. Wow. Cops shows up. She's she's hot. Um, <laughs> oh my so, God, she, <laughs> so she's like, roll over. I said, yes, ma'am. And uh, she put your hands behind your back. Yes, ma'am. And then she puts me in the cop car. And I was like, oh, God, this is not good. I'm sitting there in the middle of the Rocky Stadiums right there, whatever street that is. Yeah. And uh, that's it. And uh, I know exactly which bar you are at now. <laughs> uh, sports column. Yeah. Yep. It's a Hawkeyes bar. They have they're the owners from Iowa City. But, uh, oh, okay. But uh, I remember being handcuffed in the back of the cop car and. She, he comes up to the door and she's like, do you want to press charges? And he's like, looks me dead in the eyes. He goes, yeah. And I was like, oh my you know, the fucking pussy. And, oh uh, my God. What a bitch, dude. Yeah. And then I go to jail and she's like, she is like, you'll be out tomorrow. She's like, no issues. So I'm like, okay. And then I get in this whole jumpsuit, yellow jumpsuit. And, uh, what I, I was supposed to have court at noon. She told, I remember her saying you have court at noon tomorrow. And so I was like, okay. I go to, uh, what you call it? Did you, did you talk to any of your like leadership at this point or no? Uh, somehow she had called my first sergeant. Oh my gosh. Cause I was like, I need to let someone know. Yeah. But I was handcuffed. So she's, I don't know. I don't really remember. It's kind of foggy at this point. Yeah. But yeah. All I remember, all I remember is her, like the dome light on in the cop car and she just sticks her arm in and my screen's black. And then she's like, he wants to talk to you. And I was like, I remember saying, who the fuck wants to talk to me? And he goes, it's first arm, motherfucker, shut the fuck up. I was like, Roger. I was like, Roger, first arm. And he's like, I don't hear another goddamn word. I was like, Roger, first arm. I was like, what the fuck did I just say? I was like, Roger. And that's awesome, That's awesome. Noon passes on, this is a Saturday night. I got arrested at 9.45 p.m. Nine o'clock? Nine, ten? Yeah, dude. 9.45 p.m. So noon rolls around and I, I'm sitting in my cell and I'm just like, I'm supposed to have a court. And uh, I'm with like real, real, real criminals here. <laughs> and then I go in to, I go, I finally get my one hour of freedom. And I go down and I talk to the CO and I was like, hey, I was supposed to have court at noon. And he goes, if you had had court, I would have known about it. I was like, okay, well, they just told me that. And he's like, all right, what's your name? Blah, 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 blah. And he looks me dead in the eyes. He goes, we do felonies on Monday. And I was like, because they long story short they thought i hit him with a bottle because he went unconscious oh shit dude so they tried so to it was like assault a deadly weapon wait so wait yeah. so you you hit him he falls into the mother-in-law unconscious wake you walk away you have this fight and then he has the audacity to walk up to the police car look at you dead in the eye and say i want to press charges mm-hmm Right, so did yeah. he say that he that he, he got hit with the bottle, or yeah, did, did he, he just think that he got hit with the bottle because he got knocked out? I don't know who thought so, 
Someone told the cops that he that I hit him with the bottle. But when I went what? to court the next day, it was never written in anywhere that I hit him with the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just assumed, I guess. But I went to court the next no day. No one's and like this. fist is that powerful. Is that what's going on? I don't know, but I'm sitting there <laughs> handcuffed, and the guy that's sitting next to me, because when, you, when you're in real jail, like they call one person up and then they come back in. So the guy sitting right to me, he went before me, and they're like, "How do you plead to first degree murder?" He's like, "Guilty." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and so then he goes back in the. He Did they ask you the in. same question? <laughs> no. First they, degree like, murder. Sit, oh my god. He's, he's such he a nice guy, in, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> really? over. But uh. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It, the judge was reading the thing and was like, uh, yeah, just we're going to schedule a later court date because this, you know, you have to get a later court date anyways. But she was like, we'll figure this out. I come back to court and the other judge, it goes all the way from there. I show up in my uniform because I think I'm getting a felony still. Yeah. And I go up and the bailiff's like, no, dude, you're across the street. You're at uh, traffic court, basically. I'm like, okay, so I'm. So I go over to traffic court, if you will, and uh, the, what you call it, the, uh, the guy next to me is in sweatpants. I'm in my full dress uniform. Oh, I had to go to NTC before I went to court. <laughs> I had to cancel, I had to cancel court date for NTC. Jesus Christ, dude. Talk about the army, whatever. Um, but yeah, I had to, uh. So were you just sitting at NTC the entire time, like, I might like, be going think, to jail? Yeah, like, it was nice knowing you. And uh, Jeez. I, so I go into, but the, the traffic court judge, that man, he's Did seen some, he, he's been, no, no, he wasn't. But the traffic court Smoke judge, he was, he was reading my stuff, and he was just like, why are you here? And I was like, dude, I don't know, ask your, ask your city. <laughs> He said, that's the judge, dude. I don't know. Dude. Yeah, it, but he's got to do something. So he's like, yeah, 16 hours community service and uh, pay, his, pay his medical bills, which was like 600 bucks for stitches. Jeez. So did, when you did the community service, did it take it off your record? Yeah, but okay. So I wasn't, because of this, I went to ASAP and I went to anger management and stuff because I had this court order for anger management. Right, right. And I just did ASAP because I thought I was getting a felony. So I was right. like, I'm going to take all these steps before mm -hmm. I get, before it's told to me what to do. That way I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm already doing this. Anywho, so if you go to ASAP, you're not deployable. Come March. Which, yeah, which is the lot, yeah. Mm -hmm. So my court was in November. Come March, I'm still dealing with those. If I have six months to complete my community service, I was like, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it next weekend. You know, whatever. <laughs> it comes down to March 14th and they're like, 90% of my battalions deployed everything that's back is rear D and so I'm on rear D and they're like, yeah, you're definitely not going. See, it was actually 800. I misspoke. It was $800 for stitches. But, uh, so I had to Mar March 14th. They were like, you're definitely not going. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. March 15th. At 1 p.m., they're like, hey, you're leaving at 7 a.m. to go to court. <laughs> so I didn't get, I didn't do any of my community service. I didn't do any of that stuff. The story is about three more minutes. Sorry. No, um, take your time, dude. Yeah, take your time. Okay. I get to quit. I'm, four freak hours. <laughs> I'm freaking out because I got, 
court to take care of. You know, I'm yeah. going to miss mm-hmm. court. I'm going to miss all this stuff. And uh, Denver, Denver County doesn't have email. Right. You can, o- you can only send handwritten or typed letters. Mm-hmm. So coming from Kuwait, that takes six years. <laughs> I write this whole letter like, hey, I can't make it to court. I got to do. I'm going to Kuwait, dude. Like, I'm in Kuwait. Like, I can't make court next month. And uh, so, say my court date, I don't even remember. Say it was July 1st, just for the story. Yeah. I didn't hear back from them until like August 30th. So, this whole time, I'm like, yep, I got a warrant for sure. <laughs> and uh, they were like, yeah, we'll extend it to November 27th, which is what my, the last time I was in court was. But I wasn't getting back from Kuwait until November 17th. That's when I got back. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I needed it. Like, I was trying to do, I, I wrote like two more letters. Didn't hear, I never heard a thing back. And uh, so I showed up to court on November when I got back, 10 days after getting back from deployment. And I was just like, I am unable, I was not able to complete myself. I was deployed. And on like their little record sheet, he wrote before I talked, you know, I was letting him read all his stuff. And he goes, what were you, de- what were you detained for in July? I was like, detained. I was deployed. And he goes, he literally, same judge looks at me and he goes, yeah, same thing. And I was <laughs> like, uh, you're, not, you're not wrong. <laughs> and, and he's like, you're like, you got six months. He's like, get it done. I don't want to, I don't want to hear anything about this again. He's like, mm-hmm. this has been dragged out for way too long. Mm-hmm. The, the judge is telling me this. I was like, done. Got it done. And, uh, Correction, two months. Actually, there's more to this story. God. Go for it, dude. This is November 27th. He said you have 30 days to complete all this. And all I can think is, that's right, in the middle of my leave. I was like, I don't want to come back to Colorado just to go to court. And so the ba- there was two bailiffs. One of them was outside of the room. I was like, whatever, you know, because I asked for 60 days. He gave me 30. He's like, it's 16 hours. You can do it in literally one weekend. He's like, not going to happen, but okay. Um, I'm sitting there waiting and then the bailiff that was outside of the room and that comes inside and all he has is my, my asking for 60 days. So I, he's like, all right, yeah, your next court date's February 27th. And I'm doing simple math. He's like, but you got to do your community service in Denver. And I was like, okay, you know, let me see if I can, he's like, I was like, can I do it in Colorado Springs? He's like, no, you got to do it in Denver. Cause that's the account. That's the County you were arrested. in. And I was like, mm-hmm, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I go back to, uh, he's like, go sit down, you know, you'll be fine. And I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, the judge said 30. This guy thinks I have 60. So I just got up, walked right back up to him. I was like, yep, I'll do it in Denver. And he's like, what? I was like, 60 days, Denver, we'll do it. And he types it all up, court, 60 days in Denver. You know, I didn't have court until February. Jeez. Jeez yeah. Man. So what did you do for community service? I worked at the Goodwill. Did you learn anything? No. I did learn that in Colorado, meth is cheaper than cigarettes. What? Little known yeah. fact. <laughs> meth is cheaper. It's actually what we learned in high school. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh, Mrs. Man. Stanfield, I did not learn. Yes, I did learn my lesson. <laughs> you just said you did it. What are you talking about? I'm I talking about Goodwill. Oh my gosh. Well, so I did you learn? Did you work in Goodwill and like Denver Heights? Like, 
sketchy part of Denver, or did you work it like? I did it in Colorado Springs. No one said a word. Colorado <laughs> I just went, man. Yeah, I went to the community service place, and I was like, hey, I'm supposed to do community service. And they're like, okay, where do you want to do it? And I said, Goodwill. And they're like, okay. You should have volunteered at, like, a golf course. Dude, no. Dude, you're the only five, one that loves golf, house. dude. What the yeah. fuck, bro? Shut up. <laughs> oh. Dude. I'm glad that it all worked itself out. Yeah. Dude, I, I could write a book. Yeah, that's you pretty should. funny, man. I'd read it. Yeah. First couple, I'd read the prologue and decide whether or not I want to. Read it. <laughs> it had to be yeah. shout out to Rose Lee's. Yeah. I, you know, I have a lot. I still get a lot of. Would you say your partying days kind of mellowed out, or you still hit it hard as fuck? Still I mellowed out for sure. Out. Yeah, because I still get a lot of questions. Yeah, me too, like, dude. Me too. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> you're more mellow than I'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're mellow yellow. Anyways, I was uh, I always get questions about, hey, who's that guy that had the uh bartender like pour the drink in his his mouth through her mouth, and I was like, yeah, that's my buddy. And I was like, yeah, that's my buddy McBride. <laughs> it's like, yeah, mm. it's, kind of, it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy guy. So I always get yeah. questions like, who's McBride? Who's McBride? I'm like, yeah. Well, here we are. Like a crazy man. There he is. Yeah. So, you, still, so, you still talk to any of the guys? Uh, right or no? Like Day Day or like any of the... Um, not or... really. I talk to... <laughs> Sorry, what? I just read JG's comment. What was my favorite smell in the Goodwill? When uh, crackheads would bring in trash bags of clothes and it was just... The best. <laughs> I would just open them and be like... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Sorting sweatpants that when I took them out of the bag, they didn't move. <laughs> really? Yeah, at least they're donated. They're doing yeah, their going, part. Going back to the. I don't uh, want that part, dude. Yeah, I just basically took hangers, organized them, and then rubber banded them together for 16 hours. Jesus. I'm going to roll a dip after this fucking podcast, dude. I, I want one. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, so you don't talk to anybody from the, the old. I mean, you. I forgot the guy's name, but you got really close to uh that Mexican cat that he, he threw a party. We fucked over little. Remember, he was like all passed out. This Mexican dude. I don't know. He you got your stripes with him. Mexican dude. Uh. Espinosa. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was getting out, you got really close to him, and yeah, he was he was a really cool yeah. guy. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It it was like a. I had to do a, a friend transition because uh, you guys were getting out yeah, and I had yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I'm just wondering like how, like do you still talk to any of those guys still or? I was, I talked to him today. Oh, okay, cool. Dude. That's it, it's it's like a monthly thing. Kind of like just keep in touch. Yeah. Here and there when you can. We don't really have anything. It's, I mean, you guys know we, we don't interact with each other daily anymore. So you lose touch. Yeah. And it sucks, but it's part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we we touched up on that um, about just like the whole transition, and we we were trying to talk about uh, going to Lamarche's wedding, and just kind of mm-hmm. knowing that it wasn't the kind of the same thing, you know. Childs wasn't there, Cortez wasn't there. Like, like I said, yeah. Nick Sanfield went all the way. You were the only two, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah. It was just me and Stanfield. And I mean, I know that you guys were in the you guys, world, but yeah, you guys would have been there if it wasn't her. I remember going to Cortez. We weren't even doing anything. We were like standing there doing like a. 
like picking up brass. Like we could have, cause it wasn't like a Friday or Saturday. I think yeah. it was Friday. No, this is definitely like Yeah, something like that, yeah. Cause we, were, we usually came back on Fridays and I remember sitting there and we were just like, well, you know, you know, the last day in the field, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, well, we could have been there, but yeah. can't now. Yeah. It was just a kind of a reality check. I mean, seeing Doc was awesome. Obviously we haven't seen. Oh yeah, Doc was there. No, no, no. We, 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 uh, we went and seen him before. Yeah, we, we canceled our yeah, that's hotel right, that's right. and then we were supposed to just be all up in Colleen and just kind of meet up and shit. Yeah. Copper's Cove, dude. Copper's Cove, dude. My bad, bro. My bad. You're bad name Colleen. Yeah. Sorry about that. Dude, do you guys remember Colleen? Place sucks. No. No. I don't remember it that much. I don't want to think really about either. that. Yeah, I don't remember it that much either. Yeah. <laughs> there was, I just remember like there was a time where we didn't leave post. Like we didn't need to. We just hung out on the balcony. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And just oh, kind of. Oh, I I wrote something down. Oh, it's on my phone. I'll try and see if I can remember it. I wrote what from the balcony means to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Come on, yeah. man. Come on, dude. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. We get lost in these stories. We forget there's a fuck. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. I forgot from what our balcony. podcast was talking about. Yeah, but to me, from the balcony is yeah. like what I remember the most is like Friday nights, mm-hmm. getting off work. Yeah. But there would already there would already be people back, <clears throat> and you just see barracks doors open because we'd pull up in the parking lot and you'd look at our rooms, <laughs> but you'd see like Little's door open, you'd hear, or you'd see Child's door open, yeah, and you'd just hear music coming already, yeah, Sun's dude. still up, <laughs> and you're just like, and people are yelling at you from the balcony, chirping you from the balcony, and you're still yeah. in your room like, you just get off work, you're like, <laughs> you're like fuck you, you know, <laughs> yeah. like. Come over, and, man. Get a beer. Yeah, dude. I remember that shit, man. Or just like literally walking the balcony and there'd be doors open. It didn't matter whose it was. Mm-hmm. It could be Claude Hall's. It could be Jerry's. <laughs> it could be you name it. Yeah. Just, yeah dude. You could just behemoth. You could just walk in and it was not weird because people would just have the doors open waiting for it. Yeah, man. I mean, that, I think that's what the best part was. And you just like drop like, what's the, what's the move tonight? What are we doing tonight? What are we doing tonight? Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know, man. You just kind of rally up. I mean, there's some good times, some bad times, but man, dude, like I, I really, uh, you know, I love that shit, man. I don't know. That was that was the the shit that I really held on to, like at least in the military, bro. Just like I, the camaraderie I of all of it. The MPs getting called on us from eight blocks away, staff duty calling on us. Yeah, and that's not even exaggeration. They were. A half a mile away, calling on our barracks or on our balcony. Yeah. And the MPs would just show up, stand in the grass, and be like, You guys need to quit. take it easy, calm it yeah. down. Yeah. Shut like, up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whoever was on a CQ was like, Hey, you guys gotta stop drinking on the balcony. Yeah, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself, bro. Yeah, you guys yeah, can't we'll smoke there. Yeah, well, we'll stop in a minute, bro. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. You yeah. flick your cigarette at him first time. <laughs> Dude, it was better because we were on. Uh, who was the? Who do we share the building with? We was Bandit and Crazy Horse, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, I remember them trying to like. They would try and mess with us. Really, I don't remember that. I we never, were on Crazy Horse side, so we we didn't hear as much from our CQ as much. But like yeah. our our side was like the only barracks 
that were like open and like because I remember going to the other side of the barracks where mm. some of our other guys lived and they didn't have any of their stuff open on like Friday nights. Like it was, no. we were like, our line was like the only line that continuously had our doors open. I remember you lived on the corner and that was like the most heavily trafficked corner in the barracks and you would have your door shut and locked sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just always, I just always felt because you were talking to Anna. That was right when you started talking to Anna because we turned 21 right then. Yeah, we did. That's true. I forgot about that. And so it was nuts. Yeah. Like, you had no choice. You had to be out there. Yeah. I wasn't a big people person. You were. You were. You were. You were, dude. You, you, just, were. you just had better priorities. Yeah, Don't yeah. Don't blame me one second for one yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we did not. <laughs> we did not, definitely. It worked no. out in the end. Yeah. It did, yes. Well, thanks for sharing that. I yeah, appreciate it. that, yeah. Looks good, man. So, what what do you what do you plan to do? You plan to have more people on, or what's going on with, with this? Are we still we 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 gonna get a fourth person on here, or you know, third person, or what's the plan? I think we're just uh, we're taking this week as it is, and then. Uh, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I, well, sorry. I'm already no I'm no already no ahead I, of the schedule. No, I'm so. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, like the three of us. Are we gonna get another person on here, like to interview, like to ask and like, bring on? Yeah. And, Connor, who do you want to have on? Who yeah, that's yeah, that's my more my question. Who's the who's you, the one we, person that comes to mind that you're like, yeah, we got to get that guy on? You know, for me, I th- I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would love to see Q on here, man, just to see his side of the story, just because he's like an I wanna, too. I want to get Morris on here just to hear his laugh. Morris. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I tried to do it, but I can't. Yeah, I just want to hear his laugh. Morris, man. Time. Just have it on for five minutes. Well, it's like a ten-minute fucking live stream. Five minutes, he's just hey laughing. <laughs> and then we just fucking end it right there. Thanks, bro. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Just kick it up. <clears throat> yeah, I do um, want to get Q on too. Yeah, I think I'll get Q on. I just think about all the crazy people, man. Just old like old snacks. Crazy. You remember that? Old snacks, dude. How about Jerry? No, no, Q was snacks. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying Jerry. I'm, I'm just, I'm saying. Oh you. yeah, Jerry on. Yeah, we call them snacks. I don't know, Jesus. Dude. And that all happened because we were like, "Hey, who's?" Our, we went to Austin one night, and we were like, "What's our alter ego is going to be tonight?" And that's where pockets came from. And snacks, because he was like, "I was like, why?" He's the one that came up with snacks, and I was like, he, "He's like, because I, I can't." He, the way he delivered it was like. Cause I like fucking snacks, dude. Yeah, cause I, <laughs> I, was cause like, I have okay. snacks, bro. Because I have snacks. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my okay. god, dude. That's so funny, bro. Why pockets? What? Why pockets? Hands in pockets. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Like, I always have my hands in my pockets, dude. And I get smoked for that shit, dude. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Your pant gloves. Yeah. Jesus. Man. Do you still smoke, my friend? Uh, yeah. I try not to, though. Yeah. As he had a fat lipper in. Yeah, I'm only trying to kill myself one way. There you go. Dude, I do remember when you would be intoxicated and you'd throw a dip in and then you'd start, you'd light a cigarette. And you'd be like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not good. Yeah. I actually so, found it, nah, never mind, keep going. No, I was going to say, so what, what, is, uh, what is the future looking like, man? What, what, what's going plan for the next year? Or at least with this thing going on, what's going on, man? Well, starting uh, 
starting next Monday, I'm getting ready to switch jobs and go work for the old union. It's going to be a union boy. Mm. Okay. Be a minor. What? What? A what? A minor. No, I'm going to be doing a lot uh, of unions out there. <laughs> commercial refrigeration working for, I know you guys don't know what it is, high V, but it's like H-E-V up here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then like a bunch of gas station stuff. So that's like the next, what's up next, but mm-hmm. I got big plans. I just got to make them into, make them into mm-hmm. fruition before I start talking about them. Are you, uh, Speaking so are you at a, you're in an apprenticeship right now? Not yet. Because yeah. usually they make you wait 90 days. The company I'm at, I've only been here two months because I just couldn't get a job because of Corona. Right. And then, and then they usually let you make, make you wait 90 days before you can start an apprenticeship. Obviously I didn't make that. So when I get to the union, uh, hopefully I can get in there in the next couple months. But you can use GI bill for that right now, right? You? Yep. Yeah. So the company will pay for it and then I get paid from the GI bill. So just extra oh, money. Nice. Yep. So how's that? How's that going back to Iowa, man? How's the trend? Like seeing the family, everything. Is it is it picking up where you left off, or is it? Definitely, things are different. Or I know that no, your be- I know really. that your brother like got had a baby, man. I know that's like a super crazy. Yeah, but he was in Minneapolis, so it's like. Yeah. I've okay, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. Christmas time, but um, I don't know. It's it was very weird because. I graduated high school and left. So the only time I came back for was for leave. So I just squeezed everything into two weeks. Yeah. And now I got back here and it's like, I don't have to do that. Right. Yeah. But it is also weird just being able to like call my parents and be like, Hey, I'm swinging by. Yeah. So I didn't do that for seven years. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, uh, we were t- me and Josiah were talking about the transition. It, uh, you definitely lost a lot of pieces of yourself in the military. And then you kind of come back and you're trying to like, pick it up but it's just not the same and kind of it's kind of shitty yeah. but it's also a big realization that you know people are different and you're different definitely mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. So. but it's fun i mean i like it it's i I always told people like it's slow paced here like mm-hmm. living yeah. in living in texas was fast living in colorado very fast especially living at colorado springs where the speed yeah. limit's 65 but if you're not going 75 years you know have you ever lived in a big city no no big cities mm, for you? Colorado, Colorado Springs is the biggest city I lived in the mornings yeah. whatever I mean yeah I think it's 400,000 mm-hmm. maybe yeah so I mean it's big but not compared to Colorado Springs or definitely not Denver or Austin Dallas yeah. so yeah getting back here it's nice it's just like you can yeah, yeah just kind of Fill it, fill it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what's your any like goals for the like that you want to do getting out of the military? Not like being in a job wise, but any personal stuff that you want to accomplish. Are you getting back on the fitness horse, or are you? Uh, yeah, I went. Uh, basically, I was always a deployment lifter, and yeah. so as soon as I got back, I was like, "This sucks." Yeah. Because the only thing you could do on deployment is lift, so it's boring, uh-huh. and so. On, I I went back to the gym two weeks ago. Been back probably five times in two weeks, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's so hard when you're not. Yeah, like you when don't you're have not, any motivation. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have anything to. Because I always went to the gym to make my job easier. Because mm-hmm. like if I 
if I'm stronger, this ruck will not be as bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's like this ladder is not going to be easier if I weigh. You yeah, know, or if I'm stronger. Yeah, because me and Josiah, when we first got out, obviously no one weighed in our situation. But now that you just got out, you know, we could weigh on your situation. I mean, I know that. I mean, I know that you're not going to be a B300 big son bitch, but you're definitely like, you're, you know, you're definitely holding it down. But I just, I know that you kind of lose yourself as a military because there's no structure. And do you, do you hold yourself to a structure or do you, you still discipline yourself or what, is it more loose? No. Um, I always just took, honestly, I just yeah. always, you know, I, I was just naturally a good runner and stuff. Yeah. So like, no. Yeah. I always, I never had to worry about being in shape really because we did it in the army. Yeah. That was also like, a big shock when I got to Colorado Spring or got to Fort Carson. Yeah. I can count on one hand how many times I ran on Fort Carson, the installation. Really? Yeah. When I was in Kuwait, that was di- it was different, but on Fort Carson, one hand. Jeez. Yeah. So, but, so uh, me- like mentally right now, like, are you just kind of loose with it? I mean, now that you're, there's no one holding you down, you're just kind of. No hold bars. Um, right now I'm going. You know how there's like that that first transition here, transition period where you're like, I'm not in the army no more. Mm-hmm. About a couple months out, I'm getting a real strong wave of that right now because it's just like I'm not what I was. Because I was, I had made it up to squad leader. I had been in charge of a bunch of dudes. I had a lot of responsibility. Now I get out and I'm like. Yeah, I have none of that anymore. And it's do you, enjoy, do you enjoy that freedom, or do you do you create? No, it? I hate it. I hate it because I got so used to it. That's all I knew yeah. for. Even on the weekends, you were still in charge of people. You still had soldiers texting you, you know. Yeah. And then now, it's it's just different. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. You got to find mm-hmm. something. There's mm-hmm. because. It's a difficult process getting out of the military and not really having anything. Luckily, I, mm-hmm. I mean, when I got out, I was married, so I was able to rely on working on a relationship. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, it, it, that quickly deteriorated, too, just because I was working 75 hours a week. And it, you know, it got away from me. So you just have yeah. to find something to pour your, your extra amount of time in. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, the military takes up a lot of time, regardless of what you're doing. In, when you're in the military, you have all of your attention is focused on whatever you're, you're doing. When you get out of the military, you have freedoms on, on everything. I mean, your time is, is your own. You can do whatever you want. So, are you a, do you find yourself to be a motivated person, or are you typically, like, can you be lazy pretty easily? um and, and by the way I'm i sorry. mean both yeah uh, and we're asking you this because you know a lot of big thing was that me and josiah really didn't know of course we we've known each other we went through a lot of shit together but just because time has passed we really didn't know what kind of heads you know what i mean me- like mentally mm-hmm. physically like we just we, if anything we're just we're opening up this chapter and we're getting to like to know each other again for the better mm-hmm. you know so that's mm-hmm. why we have to ask it's not like oh these people are asking like oh why are you asking all these crazy questions if you know him so well like no dude like time has passed man we we're all different uh-huh. yeah so yeah continue my bad no you're good um just like anybody i can be motivated i can be lazy but when i first got out of the army i was very lazy i took advantage <laughs> of my two months of leave 
Awesome. Um, yeah, I took advantage of it. Also, because of Corona, I didn't really have a choice because nobody's hiring. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just what, what does that look like? What does that look like with Corona? I mean, you're an outside guy. <laughs> you're an outside kind of guy. So, like, what were you doing stuck at the house? Nothing changed here. Honestly, nothing changed here. And at least in Iowa. Yeah. You just, you see a couple of people like walking around the gas station or the grocery stores with masks on. Yeah. But I mean, we. It, it it there was. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering. Like, you we got we have our bars and restaurants open. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I know. So, I mean, like. You're the dude that wants to go out all the time, and I was just trying to figure out what kind of lifestyle you had in place, you know, mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, I kind of changed on that because I appreciate chilling now. Yeah, it's like I appreciate doing my own thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's good, man. That's mm -hmm. good. That's awesome. Man. Mm -hmm. So as the as the the headspace that you're in now, as far as being out of the military and it's kind of hitting you that you're out of the military. Are you coping with that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing fine with that. It's, it's not the, I'm not in the military aspect. It's the, I don't have the responsibilities that I'm used to. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And uh -huh. are you, are you hoping to fulfill that again? Or are you trying to be in a position mm -hmm. and fulfill that again? Yeah. And that's what I was, I want to start making moves before I start talking about my future steps, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've already kind of come up with a plan on what I need to do to be That's more successful good. in my future. That's good, man. That's good qualities. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, for me personally, did you know, it, it was a long time coming. I mean, I definitely, uh, I'll always remember Romania. <laughs> so I'll always remember that. And then to see you grow into a leader and to see you grow into this, this person. Yeah. Hold I mean, on a second. I'll talk to you in a minute. Yeah, and to 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 see you grow into this person, and to see you grow into this leader, like yeah, it's it's a great change. I mean, I tell Josiah all the time, man. Like with his lifestyle and his like family situation, I adore that. And you know, with you, I think that if anybody out of the group, I mean, I know there's we still got a lot of people in the military that you know are still pushing inside. Um, but yeah, man, I just it's just a great to see the people that you, you kind of went through the shit with, <laughs> and not mm -hmm. the shit with, and kind of see them yeah. grow up, yeah. Romania. Yeah, it's, What's up, bro? That's the last time I ever got smoked. Was it really? No, it's not. Yeah. Not like that. That was a fucking bad. Well, dude. like a a personal like. Yeah. Get smoked. Get smoked. That's the last time. But yeah. dude, obviously, I've, I've never, done the whole squad push in, but that's different. I've never felt so helpless in my life. I remember that so vividly. I would agree. <laughs> I will never forget seeing Sergeant Bell being like missing something. Like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, just having that shit attached, dude. My God, that's the. That's I don't know if I've ever heard that story from your point of view. Hmm. I mean, I was sitting there on the on the piece of wood, and I. They were like, "Hey, chalk one, get yeah. up. We're moving to the tents," and I was like. All right, got my assault pack. I'd never seen an AG bag until that moment. <laughs> well, they were like, here, you're going to fly with this. I was like, what is this? They're like, it's your barrels. I was like, oh, you know, so like I'd never seen one. And so I had it between my feet. And when I stood up, I grabbed my bag and just turned and went. And yeah, move with a purpose, dude. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I was, I didn't know what to do. I was scared. That's so funny, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you left that in a different place, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> a whole ass place, bro. I left it in a whole ass place. Yeah. That's so funny, dude. How long did you get smoked for? Like minutes? Uh, we'll just say this. The NCOs were tagging out because they were getting bored. So, like, it would be one NCO and then or just like two NCOs out there and then they'd be like one would come out and be like oh, I'm going inside you know and then it was his turn and then there was a rotation I remember puking and crying on myself and then I always told my soldiers that are like complaining about if I was smoking them I was like you're not puking and crying on yourself so I don't feel bad for you and then mm -hmm. I felt so helpless I was like there, I wanted to help but there was nothing I could do yeah, you could make you could make a uh, AG bag appear from fucking thin air. How about that? No, P1 already got that. <laughs> P1, oh, dude, that was that was so bad. Yeah, but, but I mean, without that stuff, man, I mean, that definitely would have had developed all of us, or like you, you know, to the person that you are. I think that a lot of the stupid shit that we went through, it had you probably to you probably check before you leave now. <laughs> uh, that got away from me a little bit, but yes. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think this is a good spot to end it for today. I, yeah, I, th I think we covered a lot of ground. We've yeah. introduced McBride to the the podcast world. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? How's the? Uh, do you feel okay after unloading all that information? I feel good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I talked a lot more than I thought I would. No man. Yeah. This is your so, episode. This is your episode. Now that we've gotten this one out of the way, yeah. Now we can just go into conversation because, like, what yeah. I was telling you guys when I was listening, I was like, I I can relate to most of your stories, or I can like, mm -hmm. you know, I want to yeah. chime in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You remember this? Remember this? Yeah. So I want to get more into that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, today was definitely learning about McBride, where where we're coming from, and and pe for people who don't know, um. I was really, I mean, and this is, this is my story, but you know, I was really, my, my first, my, my, my BFF in the military is always going to be Childs and, you know, to this yeah. day, but you know, and things got kind of out of, uh, out there, but uh, you know, I, I, I kind of leaned on these guys in the military. So then that kind of happened, but uh, yeah, it's always been the three of us. It was been our dynamic. I mean, plus doc, but you know, wherever he's at, but you know, it, it's really good to, keep this friendship going and i'm glad that we're still doing this bro feels good it's been it's a long time been, it's been a long yeah. fucking time dude mm -hmm. uh we're gonna be back at it tomorrow yeah. probably same same time boys yeah i'm it depends i thought i was gonna get off work at two today i didn't get off till 3 30 or whenever i texted you guys yeah we're I fluid mean, we're, yeah we're yeah, fluid just, yeah okay just, just let us know when you're ready and, and we'll jump on it but uh, look for alerts on our socials. We'll always post uh, the time that we're getting on uh, in the morning or in the early afternoon, and then we'll post like a five or 10 minute warning before we go live. So we appreciate everybody listening and all the questions that were asked. Uh, we love you all and we appreciate you tuning in. Love you guys. Thanks for watching, man. Thanks for listening to me ramble. <laughs> love you guys.